and she was like, John, you told me years ago that the teachers loved it. And I was like, what was the joke? And she went, you know, what's the difference between a Range Rover and a Hedgehog? With a Hedgehog, the pricks are on the outside. (laughs) 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 I'd be so proud if my daughter just said that. Is that recording? Yeah, in, intro absolutely sorted. Outstanding. <laughs> Amazing. Always start What's recording. The between St. George's Park and the Hedgehog. <laughs> right, where are we starting? Are we going well, in? shall we? I think if we just. If we do the St. George's Leagues yeah. for now and get that out before the. Yes. Get that out before the weekend and then between January and March or we whenever do we do it. another one, yeah. we could do a slightly more comprehensive recap. So. Men's one league. Men's one this is going to be like one of our older episodes where we only had four leagues to cover. Yeah, those are the days. For, them, for those <laughs> listeners who have stuck yeah. with us the whole time, and I know there's At two least, of you, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> me and you. Yeah. Then this is going to be a bit of a throwback, but yeah, league was back in all its glory slash pain. Um, I think everyone on Sunday was feeling the effects. Those of you who had international training, I doff my imaginary cap because that must have sucked. Um, how, was, how was your training, Sam? It was fine, apart from it was in Wales and nowhere near Nottingham, which is, yeah, one of the one of the cons of playing for Wales is training in Wales and not living there, but hey-ho. How long was the drive each way? Uh, three hours. Good. Three what hours, to be three there hours of warble. Uh, Twelve, which was... Okay. Yeah, it's like not, not a crazy early start. I thought you were going to say, like, be there for nine. We have had some ten, ten till four trainings before. It's just like, oh, we'll get up at half six and yeah, yeah. at least it's a nice drive like because nobody in their right mind is driving to wales at half six on a sunday <laughs> well I, like tom and abby mm. obviously got up at like four or five to drive from norwich over for league had the whole day at league so in different sessions and then they stayed at mine which is only 45 minutes away from league and then had to be in this the grammar school in leicester for england training at 8 30 the next morning so they got up and left mine sleep? around seven so I, I can imagine they won't ever hear this because they'll be sleeping between now and the next dodgeball, whenever that is. But anyway, back to the matter at hand. I mean, we we had some some predictions beforehand about who might be near the top of one league and things like that. I, I believe the tables have actually updated. Have the tables been updated since? Because the indeed. scores went out straight away. So Bedford Eagles league... and Leeds tied in every aspect. I think Bedford, oh, wow. are, Bedford are in first place on alphabetical order only. Yeah, so they, have, <laughs> so they both have three wins, so that's six points. They both have set difference of 26 with 45-4 and 19 against. Literally identical. That's You don't, you don't see that very no, often. No, indeed. This might be the only time we see this, <laughs> unless another league is going to have <laughs> that's it. Like, yeah. uh, so I'll hold off. But yeah, this is a, that's an interesting one. But I think, you know, Bedford being near the top... Um, isn't too surprising, but given uh, I think given their fixtures, no, I mean I a know. notable win over MK. Yeah, I'd about to say that 12, looked like their 12, most 10. difficult um, fixture of the day. Um, yeah, I think that ended up going. I think Bedford took a decent lead in that one, and Cyclones clawed it back for then Bedford to either win it in a minute set or um, or, or 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 like tie the minute set to win the game that kind of I thing. believe that but was it's... the same for MK and Ronda. I think Ronda were in the lead and they've come back. So I, they were mm. on the court next to me while I was reference and mm. I was, I had the scoreboard opposite. So obviously MK uh, I think all four of us kind of um pegged early doors to be 
in and around the top. Not the best start no, for them. No, a draw and two defeats. A draw and two defeats. God, there's just so many fixtures to cut. So Cyclones, having almost sort of a very similar day to yourselves, which I suppose we'll get, you'll get to in a minute. In that, so they've gone started out with a draw against Ronda, which I just thought was a really good result. I think both teams will be relatively happy with that. Yeah, because you know Ronda, Ronda we wanted to push on, as and then Cyclones of course are now is that just their first season back in this league, having gone down from Super League last year. Their uh, second season. Second season, so they will they still have third last year. Yeah, so they'll be feeling hard done by by missing out on going up. Whereas of course this is Ronda's. First year up. in up, yeah. So they'll be looking to make a real statement. So Ronda secured the, the win over Bedford Rangers, and went on to draw against Cyclones, and then a Beat convincing workers. win over Workers. Whereas MK sort of having a bit of a bri- always a bridesmaid, never the bride. Eleven eleven against Ronda, very respectable. Twelve ten against Bedford Eagles, also incredibly respectable, but still not a win. And then six sixteen against Leeds Dodge, which you'd have thought might be a bit have a bit of the eight o'clock fixture around it surprise package for the day leads i would say so yeah i think they that's a mighty impressive scoreline against cyclones at the end of the day again maybe that's a six third, fi- third fixture fatigue aspect potentially affecting cyclones more so than leads um mm. i think it's quite a, an uncharacteristic um one-sided scoreline of which to be fair there aren't very many in this league there's an awful lot of close games um, no team's going down without a fight at the moment. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm trying to look. Yeah. I think the biggest score I can see four, is I think, 18. For, for Wessex against Storm 2, which to be fair, I think caught, caught yeah. my eye quite quite a bit as well. Um, Storm 2 doing well to bounce back from that with two, albeit one set wins against Coventry 2s and Sheriff 2s. But then Wessex having that big win over Storm 2, who did Storm 2, who went on to beat Sheriff 2s, who Sheriff 2s <laughs> then went to go beat Wessex Wolves. <laughs> So we're nothing if not an enigma. Yeah, and then obviously Sheriffs Sheriffs 2 is then also having very close games against uh, Silverbacks as well. So this was a real, just a, unless you're Bedford or Leeds, what a wild day. Yeah, it's an interesting, very interesting start. You've kind of had for a first meet. Um, So obviously the table is a bit all over the the shop. So Bedford and Leeds both joint, joint first. They're not even first and second. (laughs) They are joint one. Um, with six. Ronda, as we thought, were there. That draw just keeping them just behind. But yes, yeah, so they'll be... I think Ronda have a good chance to really cement themselves in that top three, if not higher. They've got Leeds next meet, as well as Sheriff seconds and Coventry Silverbacks seconds. I have read that right, haven't I? Yes, you have. Yes, yeah, so and I think that would also... Because at the moment, Nottingham and Coventry seconds on same points. And whether they end up being a bit of a foil for each other sort of in the safe but not comfortable sort of just mm. under halfway in this league I think is possibly a story that we'll see you know Rangers 2 being on no wins from 3 I don't imagine that's going to stay like like that no and I think they, they weren't blessed with the easiest set of fixtures I don't think to start with um, no I think they who do they have they had the Bedford Derby which Eagles won relatively handily had leads um yeah leads on a leads on a very good day evidently and ronda. and ronda which was always going to be a very tough ask although albeit very close they've played the result. top they've played the top three after mm. week one already so and we know that two of those teams are going to be again up and up and around their prob- minimum two of those teams will be there all season mm. the way that leads played there's no reason why not but we have fallen into this trap before with leads so might reserve judgment just yet but i think this is the best 
Leeds squad I've seen hmm. in a, in a few years. For a while. And to be honest, it's going to have to be with looking at their next set of fixtures. Bedford Eagles, Ronda Dragons and Wessex Wolves. So, so if that's a, there's going to, one undefeated record, definitely going to, well, one truly undefeated, as some idiots might say, yeah. is going to have to go when Bedford's play against Leeds. As some incorrect people would <laughs> say. Um, I, I'd say looking at these fixtures for, for uh, Sunday, sorry, if anyone from the afternoon session is getting there early, I'd recommend it. There's some absolutely cracking games. Wessex versus Bedford Eagles, Ronda versus Leeds. Cyclone Storm 2, I think will be a very Cyclone very Storm good one. 2, Wessex versus Leeds. There's some big games mm. happening this week, which um well I'm I've i Probably the bottom the bottom two as well, Bedford Rangers. I've two put myself down to, to ref again, so maybe I get men's league this time because that'll be that'll be an interesting one. Mm. We'll have to see. But yeah. yeah. We've always said I've, I, I say this every podcast, and I'll keep saying it. I'm, get your bingo cards out. It's my favourite league. Every year, men's league one is my favourite league. Um, apart from when we were in it. <laughs> well, we won it at least. We, we, yeah, which we did <laughs> we win must it, have roasted the be memories of yeah, which was one nice. league. Um, Admittedly, just... we only played half a season before COVID shut it down. All everything. It Indeed. All counts. Technicalities. Um, carrying on from last season, though, having a, a rough time of things is worker bees. Mm. We yeah. know that they started last season excellently and kind of went off a cliff from February onwards. And it seems like they're still falling. Unfortunately so. Although, again, three three tough fixtures against uh, Leeds, Ronda and Bedford, Bedford Eagles. Um, slightly kinder this time around, I think. They have Rangers 2, Storm 2 and Wessex. So, it mar- mar- I say marginally tighter, like, as, if there is a, as if there is an easy game in any of these top leagues, but certainly not here. No, not at all. Getting used to having three fixtures, it's it, each league meet is more indicative, you'd have thought, of how things actually mm-hmm. stand in invert commas, because you're playing a wider cross-section every time. Yes. So, yeah, workers and rangers too will be desperate to make it a bottom five, rather than a sort of bottom two middle bottom two and a, and a one and to bring everyone into their sort of orbit of pain and whatever you want to call plenty going on yeah um i think looking at the fixtures obviously eyes on bedford versus leeds to see who will keep top spot um i look at bedford of uh, mighty eagles are also playing sheriff's twos um, and who do we say their other game was again? Wessex. Sorry, and Wessex, which again will be yeah. an interesting game. Arnie versus Mark. It because they're both. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's some teams in this league who do have that. They have obviously good teams, but they have a standout player. Mm. You know, Arnie is still the best player in that division. Yeah. Um. I'm. I'm. I'm very confident. I can. <laughs> I can say that. But um, the work that Mark does with Wessex and how. Yeah, something to be applauded. It is unbelievable so you know he'll have a big say in this yeah. league this year as well so seeing them two because i believe they'll be playing on opposite wings to each other no both be at one they'll both be at teams, one so. for their respective teams but they're both not afraid of a cross-court curler so <laughs> keep your eyes out for that one that'll be interesting whereas leeds i'd say it's definitely more of a unit yeah fully agree um and like we said this is the best that units looked in in a while so if they can if they can carry on like that then 
Yeah, and same for MK. Obviously, Ballant is stands out because of how big he is, because mm-hmm. he is a giant. But yeah. I think MK actually were out without Faizan last time as well, which okay. I think m- may have contributed somewhat to the um, their slight demise, losing a bit of um, winging prowess, and I think therefore relying a fair amount on Ballant and James to do the damage on the wing. Um, so if he's back on if he's back on Sunday, he'll be a very welcome addition for them. Um, yeah, I can on the Bedford Eagles point. I think I can definitely see them. I could see them getting three wins. I think it would be quite. I think any team getting three wins in any league is actually going to be a bit of a rarity in mm. in a lot of these leagues. But I think they probably stand one of the best chances of doing it. Um, I think so. And I think yeah, it depends depends what leads turns up because I think I could probably say the same for Ronda. I know that's I know I said that last week and I was wrong, <laughs> but um. They, yeah, again, have some relatively favourable fixtures on paper in the form of Sheriff's 2s, Silver Axe 2s, um, before they fight off against Leeds. Um, yeah, on the, I think also on the Wessex point, I think they've also lost quite, I think they've also lost a few players from their Super League heyday. I think as evidenced by the fact that I think they've only got one team in the league system now, at least, where they did have two. Mm. Um, so I think with them not having... Tom Morrill anymore, or Tom Morrill not playing for them, um, certainly last week. I don't know if he's still it on their books. Um, mm. Dan Brown's at Ronda now, losing one of their central players. Um, yeah, quite a few quite a few newish faces, but certainly showing what they're capable of in this league with two wins and a very narrow defeat to their name. They're definitely a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, th- this this is only going to get better. And like Storm 2 are a bit of an enigma for me in this league. Mm. So I've looked at they've still got quite a central core who was there and Jake's still there, Will's still there and a few others. I know who's still there. Yeah, yeah, I know a few of them have gone up to ones like um Jake, Jake Sheehan, Sheehan is definitely one and there's someone else whose name I'm forgetting. Which is Sam Anderson. Yes, that's the one. You know, the ones who have kind of gone up and down between the teams, floated around a bit, seem to be in their ones plans now mm. for the slightly bigger squads for the extra game. So see how they adjust over over a longer period because it's it's hard with Storm because if, if they make a change at any point and someone, you know, they come back down or mm. while their threes is doing well and comes up, you don't know. So they're, they're always the wild card for, for me in a league like this and a little bit the same Rangers. Um, they've got I quite think, a rotating yeah. cast. So And coming out with two squads of seven from um, on Saturday, I believe, across their two men's teams. Mm. So I think they're... Yeah, um, whether they're whether that's a deliberate choice or whether they are just thin on the ground for two squads at the moment is, yeah, something to be something to be mindful of. Um, yeah, whether that again comes down to bite them in, and they have their most pivotal game is probably their last one against Workerbees. Um, so and Workerbees, I think, all, I think again, albeit being quite a few fresh faces, I think they did at least have eight players to their name, if not nine. Um, so. Yeah, depending. I don't. I don't know if they had too many absentees within Rangers in general. Um, but if they, if they didn't, then that might be quite a threadbare squad to look for the whole season. And if they, if they lose anyone to either transfer or to injury, then it becomes an incredibly difficult struggle. Um, one other actual they quirk. Have nine worker bees. Oh, there you go. One other quirk that um, someone mentioned to me was. Um, Rangers 
2 and Rangers Ladies clash all season. Um, really? So I think, because I think I assume they're just both, both in slot D or whatever of the yeah. league system. Um, which actually poses a bit of a challenge if they did need to pad out their squad with a couple of the ladies, for instance, then that's a no-go. But also for retrievers, mm. as a club, you then stretch for coaches and retrievers. So if you think you're basically putting a whole league squad yeah, across two, if you think each team has one coach and three retrievers, you've already got eight members well, straight away, haven't you? So I think actually at 1445 yesterday, Rangers 2s were playing against Ronda Dragons on court four. Um, Rangers 1s were playing against Spartans 2 on court one. And Rangers ladies were playing against Wessex Wolves on court that, two. That would explain why they asked so, me to retrieve. Yeah, them. I think they that were looking Apologies at that I couldn't again. Yeah. I had to get changed because that was my only gap between starting <laughs> playing and refing. So I had to quickly grab a shower and some food. Um, yeah, interesting though, isn't it? Mm. So that might be a recurring theme. It might be looking for looking for some friends in general um, for retrieving this time around. Yeah, and then obviously said our boys had a pretty good start. Sheriffs twos had a strong day. I know only the the one win, but two very yeah, good some three very anyway. Yeah, very encouraging. Like I said, they've got MK next time. Um, Bedford and, and Wanda. And it's going to be a tough day for ours. They got the current top three, and then Silverbacks who they had an excellent game with. They've also got Ronda. Bedford Rangers. Bedford two. Rangers two, and desperately trying to find their third. <laughs> uh, game. Cyclones. Cyclones. Cyclones first up. So. It's going to be interesting there. Two teams who are currently kind of mid-ish table. Yeah, I don't think me. I think Cyclones' position in the table, I think, is um, a bit of a red herring, to be honest. Yes, uh, they are currently eighth, for those who haven't seen, with a one draw and two losses. Mm. But it's very rare you see someone that low with quite a good set difference. Yeah. Still. So, yes, they can tell Bear, us Bearing in mind, they, their set difference is minus 12. Storm 2 and 5th have minus 10. Yeah, which is quite interesting, having won twice and lost once. That's, yeah, it's a, it's a heavy defeat, yeah. but with two very narrow wins. It is, but they find themselves in fifth nonetheless. Still, do. quite a significant set difference, or like set difference between fourth and fifth. Mm. Like twenty-eight set difference between Wessex and Storm, despite being on equal points. Like Wessex already holding a significant advantage over their recently relegated compadres. It's huge, isn't it? Um, a lot of yeah. sort of just about top half versus just about bottom half matches, which will will either really cement that split or allow for a lot of movement in the mid-table. Um, yeah, I and think yeah. the, the table will take on a lot of definition off the, off the back of this set of fixtures, I think. Yeah, definitely. And then, of course, everyone's got nearly two months to sort themselves out. Mm. So, it will, so I suppose yeah, it'll be a real... Even more than that, even. It'll yeah. be a real... It's, it's, a, it's a good time for... It sort of there is a chance for people to undo any mistakes that are done here. There is time to work on that, but then equally you wonder whether if you go away from this league, these these meets with confidence and you don't have many changes to be made before the time you come back, you've probably not got really any reason to worry. Yeah, you can't Where, strike while the iron's hot a little bit. Yeah, so are you are you disadvantaged by there being such a big gap, or actually is the mental task of knowing that you're have potentially having a harder time than you thought you would. And then you've got two and a half months to sit on it. Is that going to mess with you? Basically, I think is the the toss up. But the, all the teams in this league have the, the it's all well established clubs. There's well established coaching. I say staff. The people coaching at these clubs have been around the game for a long, long time. So they've got every chance of being able to have quite a comprehensive program if they wanted to of 
how do we fix this? How do we figure this out? Um, I suppose with a num. So, so actually, only three of the teams are second teams. Is that right? Storm two. Silverbacks two, Rangers two, Sheriffs two. Four of them. So four out of ten. So and then because we always have and the question of five. Five. Being a second team, are you sort of inherently disadvantaged by the fact that you're putting out personnel changes because any changes on your ones, or indeed How's necessarily your threes, yeah. like will feed into you as well. So. Are the so Ronda, for example, would just be taking their best, and Wessex have just can just take their best team out every single time, as can Eagles. But the other teams that are chasing might not quite have that advantage. Um, so yeah, I think it'd be a really good one. It is, I think, to be honest, if you were to make this a league of 14 and put the bottom two of Super League and the top two of League Two into this, you could almost you could probably. It would still be keep a very, going. You yeah. keep going, making it still a very congested, very hard for league, which is great because it proves that the, there's so many teams playing to a really high standard. Because I think often, actually, as Dave always says, the best games in dodgeball are evenly matched ones, sort of almost at any level. But I think you would be hard pressed sometimes to to spot the difference between this and a super league game. Mm. There's matches in a lot of these um, factors, so it's always a really interesting one to watch and look forward to seeing them in the morning on Sunday so well we all know yes. what they're competing for and that is a spot in men's league super Woo-hoo. which Whoa. also had a slight wild opening yeah. day um, <laughs> obviously well, opening fixture opening fixture first of all we had Nighthawks against well, Storm I think Nighthawks in a real took... welcome to the big leagues like I, I didn't have I, I thought Storm would win the game I thought it'd be a hell of a lot closer it was 24 to 2 to Storm mm. um, yes I think to say Nighthawks took a couple of games to warm up I think is um, is fair to say yeah I yes. think it, it might be one of those where well I joined in to ref, I joined in to ref that game at half time so, when Nighthawks were 10-2 down and I think as a result they were trying to like force the issue and what have you and um, Storm were very clinical in terms of um you know uh picking them off and whenever they whenever they had the chance um which was yeah a very well i i thought after that well um that nighthawks might have kind of been quite a difficult team for storm to play against with mm. them being generally very agile very hard to hit and excellent catches in that yeah team. um aggressive wingers to kind of nullify the threat of johnny and steve i thought nighthawks like could pose a bit of a threat, but not not a chance of it this early on. But then um, Storm unable to follow up against either Derby or Spartans, and again, no no shame in losing to those teams um, with their with their quality. But they gave a relatively good account of themselves, nonetheless, score difference wise. But um, a very strong day for Derby to kick off this league campaign. Yeah, you'd you'd say the 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 team who would be most happy for men's league super out of today is probably Derby and Meteors. Yes, hundred. Yeah. Um, Meteors, the only. I mean, team. Rangers as well will also be be happy. Um, yeah. But uh, given the set of fi- like uh, the set yeah. of fixtures that they had, um, you know, Killer Bees are there, but they had uh, a nicer day on paper than others. And, you know, having Spartans to us. And Silverbacks. Um, obviously, our game was a uh, was only by a set in the end, so really close. As was our game with Rangers, also very close. Um, sensing a theme mm-hmm. there. Um, so obviously, Killers are up there, but 
obviously they've got a very different looking team from what we've seen. Yeah. Over the last few uh, the last and few they years. A, they have a much and nastier They've got set Spartans, Derby, Derby and Norwich. And Norwich. So we'll we when we when we next record in the next few weeks it'll be interesting to see there if they, if anyone's back for bees as well because there was no Aiden, no Benbridge, no Ross, no Liam. I think they're the the big ones who were missing. Um yeah. so they had to do some rotation as well but they played very well. I do want to stress that this yes, 100%. They still played excellently well. You know, Jonty had a had an excellent day as did as did Matt as well. And Dan um, and, and yeah, well. Dan Newton as and well. And to be fair, Benji, I think it was Benji Miller, it's a I'm big sure, step up. Not sure it, I think possibly his Super League debut yes, was, yeah, was, yeah. was that day. So yeah. didn't look a foot out of place. So no, very, I, very commendable to the young man. Yeah, uh, that's it's a hell of a thing to be thrown into um, when you're missing out with a level of experience around you. So absolutely fair play to him. And again, you, you can say it's an easy day on paper, but there's big banana skins there. Yes. So, you know, fair play to them. They obviously deserve to be there, but... I suppose obviously everyone was talking straight away about Derby and Spartans in the uh, in the draw. Yes, indeed. Uh, sort of day. So Spartans who have been pretty imperious in league the last two seasons, they haven't really dropped. I think they what was the it? only I think the only points they dropped last season was the very first fixture against Storm, and I yeah. think they drew the last game against Bees. I think, or was that two seasons ago? They all blended to one. It might have been. No, <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no. B's got a draw against Meteors. That was it. And they, but Spartans only did just beat them. It was. Yeah, yeah. It was close. So obviously Spartans dropping points makes it interesting already. Um, and then Derby getting two wins off the back of that. Um, granted, again they only beat Nighthawks by one set. Twelve. Yeah, a 10. bit of an odd quirk with the yeah with um, Norwich having been thoroughly second best in their first two games to then. Um, really take Derby right to the wire. Um, very impressive. Again, may, maybe a third fixture piece. I don't know if Derby potentially took their foot off the gas against Norwich and Norwich were able to get a real foothold in the game. But regardless, another win on the board for Derby. And their next set of fixtures. Well, where, Derby, where we already they? mentioned that they're they playing Manchester, Spons, for Spons example. Spons 2s, Bs and us. So I, I, again, like Derby will probably be looking at that as... Potentially looking to start the season six out of six wins wise. Yeah, Can you imagine. I thought in that Spartans game, I've I've I watched some of it live, uh, but we were refing at some point, so I've seen it on YouTube since. In that first half, I thought Owen Reed, who I also mm. believe is on Super League debut. Yes, indeed. Um, really good account of himself taking some very big catches and at pivotal moments. Um, so obviously yeah. very very fair play to him there. Well done to him, and I'm sure. That's not going to be the only time we say that this year. Um, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Looking there, the teams who are near the top. So, you know, Meteors, uh, for example, who got three wins this time. They played Spartans, two, I believe, Silverbacks, was it? And ourselves. Yep. Um, coming out with three wins, which is what they would have hoped for. Uh, yes. I think Spartans, two, surprised everyone. Um, they were really aggressive out the gate on the front foot. Actual real joy to to watch. For a team who we know they're up against it this year, mm. but I think gave it a hell of a go. Um, they're not going to get pushed over by anyone, no. which I think is is good to show. But if we just sorry move back to the the fixtures next week, you look at, at Meteors. You know they've got Nighthawks, they've got Storm, Storm and, and they've Rangers. got Rangers. 
So getting a bit more testing for so the materials, they're but they'll probably again be favourites for each of those. They're warming into it a bit now. Um, they, we know that they've dropped points to Storm before, and they'll be well aware of that also. Um, so it's going to be interesting. But obviously, Meteors absolutely making a mockery of my transfer <laughs> thing from the last Sorry. pod. Indeed. Um, and actually, turning up with more players than I think any other team. They had the biggest, <laughs> I believe they have the biggest squad all day at St. George's Park, which I was actually joking with Brett around. I was like, I've never seen this many meteors yeah, in one the... place. Even when you had a women's team in the same hall as you, I don't <laughs> think you had 10 people. Um, so everyone's still there and fully accounted for. So, I mean, that's only going to be a benefit to them. Yeah, 100%. Their uh, strength and depth, I think, is unmatched in this league. Yeah. I think with, with, this, with the squad they had, Last time out, I think best squad on paper and currently top of the table best squad in the league. But yeah, adding, adding Jamie and Jack to that to the squad they already had and keeping hold of Tim, pretty monstrous. I think is is really really good for them. Well, there you go. Yeah, so they took ten with a view of um, it being the first one back of their big three fixtures. They probably won't bring ten again, but they just wanted to, everyone to get the chance to play together. But again, that's even a change from recent years because. With there have been years where Meteors have gone out with seven for the whole season mm. and things like that. So good to see them on the recruitment path. Um, you can edit this out, but I made Nathan David very unhappy by pointing out that if you put him and Jamie next to each other, Nathan David just, just looks like Jamie with the resonant with the contrast turned up. Because <laughs> they're about the same height and they've got almost exactly the same facial hair at the minute. Yeah. But yeah, so he did. A, I told that to Nathan David and he was like, don't say that. But yes, yeah, so in good best of luck, begrudgingly to Jamie Hughes, who has deserted us and joined Meteors. I was saying we should have, we should have sheriff's tax, mm. so we should have got at least a fifth of all their points, because Evans and Hughes really belong to us. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. And obviously, like I said, they're playing Bedford, who are joint top with them at the moment, so that'll be interesting. Bedford also have Norwich, so Norwich going to have a, a fair say, seeing as they're, they're playing all the current three Teams on six points mm. uh, are all playing Norwich this weekend. Um, so again, hi Norwich. Well, <laughs> yeah, enjoy not, that. Enjoy not, that drive back at um, what nine nine p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, hopefully you drive back in in better spirits than uh, than you did this week. Fingers crossed. You have a you have a better day. Um, and then you look, isn't it? it? Again, Spartans will want to bounce back, but Killer Bees they've had issues with them yeah, in the I think past. A trickier fiction they might give it credit for. That yeah, is that killer squad. I think definitely. And then who else have they got? I keep losing people on here. Yeah, I keep, yeah. keep losing them. Oh, that's not going to help because there are too many spots. There is teams. too many. Sp- oh, they've got their twos. That's why I'm trying to find them because I saw the twos first. And Rangers. And Rangers. So that's going to be interesting. Scotty playing Rangers again. Yes. So soon. Return of the return of the White Law. Always enjoy players playing against their former teams, but you know. I know that there were some gripes with the, the last 20 seconds of their derby game um, with kind of how it finished. But, I, you know, Spartans mentality, they'll know that a game, you know, can be decided over 30 minutes rather than the last 10, rather seconds, than the last yeah. 10 seconds or so. So they'll know that they need to do better. And we know they've got the capability. They've got some unbelievable players, you know, at mixed league and in whenever I've seen him, Finns in, in unbelievable form currently. Hmm. Looks really good. And um, they do have some injury concerns now. Um, I know Ryan Ryan Neal's ankle and or Achilles ah. wasn't very good. Um, I was chatting to it's not really so. something you can play through either. No, not really. So fingers crossed he's feeling better and bounces back soon. Um, 
but yeah, I think they're just adapting to obviously the loss of Reese and then gaining Scotty, so everyone kind of readjusting positions again. Mm. And there was no Tetley either, who played no, quite well indeed. for them last year. Is he injured? Not entirely sure. To no. be honest. Um, so yeah, they'll be looking to to bounce back. It sounds weird. They got two wins in a draw, and you feel like they've come away disappointed. Yeah, from the I day. feel like there's more to give from them. Which is very strange because most teams in the league would kill for those kind of results mm. um, against who they played as well. Uh, but you get a sense that they're not happy with that, which just shows a winning mentality, if you ask me. So, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And then you've got a game like Silverbacks versus Sheriffs, which yeah, I think quite good both, for both yeah, teams. Well, both of us going, um, going home with three defeats last time out, I think one of us will be... Well, both of us will be keen to... You know, get get a bit of a leverage and get a bit of a foothold in the league. Um, Coventry also playing against Spartans two and Storm one, or well, Storm rather. So I think yeah, Cov will certainly be eyeing up two, if not three, wins yeah. from that from that set of fixtures. It feels like even after three games, the league is split into two. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty stage. much straight away, isn't there? Like Storm had two points. I think there's going to be one team yeah. are going to sit in well, sixth. Yeah. In between the. From first to fifth, the gap is one point, and from fifth to seventh, the gap is five points. Even yeah. at this early stage, yeah, there's a very much the the top and bottom half, and I think Storm will feel a bit aggrieved to be in the in the bottom at the moment. I, th- I think one of the teams, I think there is going to be a team at the moment. It's Storm, but we'll see. Obviously, as the season goes, I think he's going to kind of perennially sit in sixth. Yeah, kind of because unfortunately, not everyone can win. You know what I mean? It's what? One of those, I know it sounds mad, but people just read it, don't they? That you know, teams like Storm Rangers and, and Killers and whatever will always um, go and do it and go and win mm. and just kind of get points. But it's there's, there's going to be a team which will accumulate more than enough points to be in any relegation trouble. Yeah. Um, but not enough to to worry the top half. And I feel this year there's going to be one who probably sits there, mm. um, and then you've got the the people pushing for that tops set and then the, the four teams fighting for the two relegation spots effectively or fighting not to be in them more yes. importantly and then so and it and you've got five teams within one point of each other so the top five all of whom are on five or six points and then yeah storm storm sort of hanging out in chilling, sixth chilling, chilling in six not in danger not but a decent chunk away from flying into that top spot so i think any switcherooing in the top six is very possible, although less likely. Um, I think I'd be expecting Spartans to leap up from fourth over the next couple of fixtures. Killers and Rangers, unfortunately, I think will, be, will drop a bit. Um, and it's where the Derby can, currently being bottom of the top five, I'd imagine they'll be more mid-table within the top five by this time next week. Yeah, I imagine so. Um, I don't know whether Storm will be able to claw back that kind of deficit um, they have, as well as us, they have Meteors and Coventry. So they'll probably be eyeing up probably two wins out of their... Um, yes, yeah, so they continue list. to be their kryptonite. Fingers crossed. Yeah, they'll be wanting the set difference out of that Coventry game, though, just to keep them, because they're still in positive set difference at the minute, mm. and they'll be wanting to keep that the case for as long as possible. And to be fair, Storm Meteors often a very entertaining game, mm. so it'll be interesting to see yeah, how they Storm, deal with it. Storm them. done a number on Meteors in the, in the past, certainly. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how they cope with that as well. Um, welcome to Anonymous Lager. But yeah, so plenty of plenty of interest as ever. Um, I think never a league short of drama. 
which is always sort of makes it well worth the watch. And I think, to be honest, you could pick any of these games. Is there anything that's going to be massively one-sided? I can work that Nighthawks match against they have meteors as yeah, well. Yeah, Nighthawks meteor. I mean, that's top against bottom in the table, but even yeah, even so, I think it will be interesting for Henry Skinner to go up against meteors though. Against of course, his former team. Yeah. yeah, so whether they've got some insights there, although I always kind of feel like it doesn't. It's not really a secret what makes meteors work. It's the fact mm. that you can't play around it. Yeah. So um quite how much that insight will be of use I think remains to be I can't hurt but I don't think it'll be a silver bullet um, so yeah it's going to be interesting isn't it so Spartans 2's just looking back they've got Derby Bear 1's and Silverbacks so that's, that Spartans 2 Silverbacks game I think it's going to be very interesting yeah, it's a real amalgamation of styles as well. I'm fascinated to watch. Yeah, I think yeah that one. We're not on. We can watch that one. We are not refing or playing. Wahoo. Excellent. Never get that with games you yes. want to watch normally. We just have to warm up instead. Well, warming up's overrated. <laughs> um, yeah, don't need a warm up if you never cool down. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, Super League's off to a to a big start. Some great results already. I don't feel. Cop just clipped it up for the rest of recordings for the season. <laughs> it's going to be a big one, isn't it? Elsewhere at St George's, three women's leagues, or yes, yeah, two women's two league rather. Kicking us, or, was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, women's two league and women's one league were like interspersed alongside men's league super. Yes, okay. yes indeed. They're only small. It's fine. Um, Almost like they could be combined, <laughs> but <laughs> never mind. I have to make them ever so slightly too big. Mm. Um, so yes, plenty of. Plenty of debutant teams. I think Honeybee is actually the only team to with any um, experience in uh, any experience in national league thus far, and kicking off with two wins. So yeah, what a strong you'd, start. What you'd expect, however, might be there. I think their debut in a league system like like this at St George's Park, but that we know the lineup that Silverbacks one have. Yes, indeed. It's not any of those individual players first go at this, and no. I think that shows with two monster wins. Against well, I think I've ever, it, like Saint, and Saints. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think I've seen a women's team rack up twenty-eight points or in a game for a fair or while. Mm-hmm. Um, Saints actually given a very good account of themselves, given the quality of boasted with that Silverbacks team, and um, and I think a very, or I say, a comparatively uncharacteristic um, points deficit against. White Tigers too. Um, White Tigers too kind of went with a nineteen-three win over Saints after Saints only lost to Silverbacks ones fourteen-eight. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of an odd sequence of results, really. Yeah, it, it, I feel like leagues like this, it's going to happen. They're going to get the the things that stand out a little more. Mm. It's interesting because you feel like White Tigers too might have a potentially uh, like a roster that could change a little bit as well. You'd imagine so, as we go. But I'm expecting uh, Saints to warm into the league. I don't. I don't think this is going to be a reflection. I think they'll be. You know, they'll be fine. So I'm just a huge fan of how Saints do things as a club. Um, yeah, they stick to the, certainly stick to their guns in there. Yeah, which I which I do admire because it'd be very easy not to, on occasion as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's. 
again, I think it is good. I know, like I was saying, it'd be it would be easier logistically if they just put everyone in the league together. But well, I'm not sure they can. Obviously, I'm... they can. I don't think they can because of the sides of leagues. Yeah, it's just obviously having too many leagues, as it feels like. Even, even though I know it isn't, which I, I forget. Look at these fixture pages that our fixtures are more congested. Yeah. Obviously, normally it was about that amount of games, mm-hmm. but also for some of these teams, this is a really good year before they go and play, say, Leeds, yeah, or teams like that have a bit more experience. Mm-hmm. I think, I think a league like this is great because you'll get the feeling very quickly if you've got that bug to push on and you want to compete, or if you think this is actually my level, or mm-hmm. maybe I'm just like this is where you can weed that out and then you can really try things as well. Yeah, I fully um, agree. And I guess with like presumably as more and more women's teams enter, um, you imagine then they will fill up fill up from the bottom, and therefore some of these teams may find themselves playing in League One just because League One kind of grows to accumulate those extra teams. So um, I think actually this is probably one of the few leagues where like playing for position in the league is actually relatively important, like more so than obviously just like get, getting the getting the wins in the leagues and trying to get the get the medals is is one thing but you might actually find there could end up being a fairly significant difference between finishing third and finishing fourth in terms of mm. league position next year that kind of thing remains to be seen um so these leagues I was trying to explain it to Jess do they play alternately two or three fixtures in essence yeah so it's a t- it's a league of six i believe um, it's two leagues of six in the women. Yeah, two leagues of six, and they play each other three times over the course of the season. So yeah. After every two meets, they'll have played five games. So yeah. they'll have played every opponent once across either the first or second fixture. Right, perfect. So the teams, that played, so the teams played three times last weekend will play twice next weekend and vice versa. Yeah, So and then you don't... Um, they don't miss any weeks like they did previously because no. last time I think there no, were two each other three times. Yes, yeah, so, which I think is a lot better. Yes, yeah, so, it's the best way best way around it. Yeah, so Cyclones there having had their three fixtures, um eighteen two loss to Honeybees, twenty eight nil against Coventry Silverbacks ones, narrow twelve ten defeat, Coventry Silverbacks twos. Um Silverback twos also played three games and that was their only win against Cyclones. So they lost by one set against White Tigers two and relatively comprehensively against Honeybees, who've had an excellent outing by all accounts, mm. an 18-2 victory and a 16-4, which I believe puts them strongly top of the table. Are they second? Yeah, second underneath Silverbacks, um, but both on four points, and only actually six points set difference in that, yeah. um, which is which is good at this stage. Three teams on four points, um, including the White Tigers second, um, but the set difference is solidly with... Um, the bees and the silverbacks ones yeah teams also having to some teams having to play twice and others having three um cyclones and silverbacks twos both had three fixtures last time out and yeah is that i don't i'm trying to work out if that's good or bad yeah i know what you mean it's uh um i suppose it's good if it's always good if you're winning yeah. At the end of the day, isn't it? Because if you get three wins on the board, if some and but somebody who's a rival of yours is only getting two, mm. then even just knowing that they've already won, yeah, puts a bit of pressure on that team. It's that football analogy you see, man. I'd rather have points on the board than games in hand. Yes, hundred percent. Um, from there, because yeah, it's 
Because this time it's Saints played Saints three played times. Three. Silverbacks, no, Silverbacks, Honeybees. Uh, Silverbacks ones as well. And Silverbacks one, so they just yeah, because there's an extra yeah. game this yes and slot Tigers two also played four. So everyone else is playing three this week. Okay, indeed, yes. Um, Saints really good to see their competitive debut. Um, unfortunately, coming away with two losses, but a close game by the looks of it against Coventry Silverbacks one, mm. and then less close against um, White Tigers two, nineteen uh, three. And yes, yeah, so I think this is the first time we've seen. Cyclones women in league. I think it's the first time I've seen any of these women except Honeybees. I think they were the only league team last season. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, because it's White Tigers too. So amazing mm. for them to be debuting in seconds. Um, Honey is, of course, we know know of old. Saints have been in regional league for a couple of years, mm. but and now... I think Saints might have been in mixed league, but they yes. this is their first time that a women's team has been in league. National league. Similarly, we've seen Cyclones at Opens, and I think I think they played. Mm. The most recent women's regional league, anyway, which Quite has been possibly. an excellent yeah. initiative, and we all support the women's yes, regional league. So. Um, yeah, so very, very exciting to have three women's leagues for the first ever time. And it, what even throws me off more about this league is the refs <laughs> being from <laughs> just the being elsewhere from elsewhere. Yeah, um, really throws off. And you got our first silverback derby mm. um, of the season, which is always good. But you think silverback ones are going to want to push on? I think they've set a marker down now. Yeah. Um, I think I'm looking forward to them versus Honeybees. That's yeah, I think also, that's probably a good one of the better. Yeah, pitches. first game on court three, I think, would be really good for anyone, for anyone watching. And I think for anyone in the women's leagues above, these could be the teams you're playing next year, quite mm. happily. So some very early scouting work um, could be going down potentially, kind of from yeah. there. I think on your point, on your point on the referees, I actually quite like having independent referees from um, different leagues because mm. I think, like we mentioned it a couple of, I say mentioned it a couple of times, but it's been on occasion where, like, a particular result in a game, um, so say like say we were refing, I don't know, Coventry against Coventry against Nighthawks or whatever, and we if we'd known that a Nighthawks win would have been good for us or whatever, just because of the league tables, then that doesn't necessarily feel right, if you get me. Mm-hmm. Whereas you, you know there's going to be no conflict of interest if a team that's refing you just isn't in your league in the first place. Yeah. Um. So I quite I quite like that aspect. I, I Admittedly, it's incredibly rare that that, is, that that happens. And I don't think for a moment that there's any, like, deliberate bias occurring mm. from from anyone in the community or anything it's like tough, that it's tough isn't it as well I, I don't it's if, one of the problems with having to source at, rest from players if you take men's super league as the example the fact that they're currently in a slot paired with this league and women's one league i can't imagine any of these women's teams are hugely in a rush to, to line ref no i fully, a men's fully super agree. league game so i think you'd probably have to do a bit of a a sort around some of them would obviously be fine with it but let's be honest it, yeah, we we have refed men's league super for a few years. It's not always sunshine and rainbows. No, indeed. Um, I think some of the teams. I think it's a problem within the league because I, you know, I sent a ref women's super league afterwards, and I think any game you ref, of course, you'll get the odd. I think that hit. I think that bounced, etc., yeah. etc. But I thought all in all, they relatively well mannered. They everyone was quite well mannered, and they kind of accepted decisions. As they went, I think there's a problem emerging in men's Super League where teams are back chatting too much and they're calling 
too much. Where people are now trying to self-ref because they just simply believe they are right. And I think that's where it's dangerous because if you're the team who's thrown a ball and you think you've hit them, you're always going to call mm-hmm. hit. Like you can't see the angle that the line ref has who calls bounce, for mm-hmm. example. And we know some of them are very close. Yeah. Especially on things like pre-throws when, when it just kind of bounces into someone's foot. And it looks like from your point of view, probably that it's hit. But, you know, the defending team will always say bounce or block. The attacking team will always cry for hit. Of course, you have to. You'd be silly if you didn't for the most part. Yeah, yeah. But there's a way to do it. And I think from what I saw on Saturday, I think there is a slight issue coming out now that I think some teams are trying to ref the league too much themselves. And I don't know how you go about stopping that particularly. No, it's but very, yeah, very difficult. I we'll mean, we'll have to see. Yeah. I... Yeah, yeah, I, that, yeah, I, I, yeah. Hope I was going to say hopefully with a solution, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's one that's forthcoming. I mean, I think plaudits to plaudits to all the refs that were, I say happy begrudgingly, um, <laughs> there and um, you know facilitating these leagues because it is an absolutely thankless job. So have a thank. Have a th- yeah, you get one thank from us. <laughs> one thank per meet. Yeah. Now anyone who does ref, uh, it's not always the most pleasant, but uh, as a player, very much appreciate you doing it. Um, sometimes your job is made easier or harder by the enthusiasm of your line referees. Mm-hmm. But I think what we try to do, so I refed predominantly with Kirsty. Um, there, we just would speak to our line refs before and be like, the main responsibility is obviously if you see something, raise your hand and shout, and we'll we'll come mm-hmm. in. But you know, things like getting them to to do the false starts and check specific things mean that we are then more free to ref the game without trying to look for every line fault you know and then uh you know even in one of the games i managed to you know i felt more comfortable in calling middle line faults Mm. i got i think three in one match Mm. um and i don't feel like that's always ref but i don't know if there's a way that we we should be setting up this is a debate for a different pod we can maybe do a an official special that you'll all love (laughs) as a real real barn burner but you know what i mean it's it's one of those things where things like middle lines get missed a lot because we're not really trained to look there because the refs are, are now, I think, too concerned about missing hits yeah. and things that are happening backwards. That if, if a centre ref is like this, well, this is visual medium, yeah, yeah. but is looking down at his middle line or her middle line. Or like the far far landage zone. So you mean for throwing rather than for starts or yes, for, yeah, yeah. for throw for sorry yeah from yeah. from the people who come up with three or four whatever it is balls watching yeah, the them far, the, the far line, line of far if if, zone, if, yeah, if yeah. something happens on the back back of court and they've brought in and you go oh sorry I was looking down at the middle mm. it doesn't sound good it, yeah yeah it's very helpful and it should be done but it doesn't sound good yes um, and spe- even if you are that even if you are the the referee who's um, main uh, you know, responsibilities refereeing the team that is currently throwing, like they might be getting pre-thrown or there might be like, you know, you might have non-throwers that are doing distractions or you might be looking at ball retrievers and all that kind of stuff. There's just like, there's an awful lot to try and keep an eye on, certainly. But yes. Sorry, I went off on a slight tangent, just thought it was worth saying. So then tangents. that brings us over to Women's League One. And, and some exceptionally two, close two games. Two draws and three one-set three one set results out of eight. Things you love to see. Wow. 
Um, Strong day for Phantoms too to start to kick things off. Very, um, yeah, great day for them. Uh, I think, are they, well, I'll check, check the table, but I think they might be the only team to come away with two wins. Three wins. Three wins. God, I am blind. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're yes, beating <laughs> Norwich, Leeds, and Hartlepool. So, yes, a, uh, yeah, an incredibly, a, incredibly strong fixture because I think of the teams, they, they have three wins and um, Spartans, Norwich, and Sheriffs only have one. So far, yeah, but even I mean, uh, admittedly, with fi- yeah. admittedly some with fixtures in hand. I know still. there's a slight gap because it's nine thirty, then eleven. But Derby playing twice in a row. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a refing duty in the middle of that as well. I would for, presume. Yeah, so, so Derby's day was play, ref, play, break, play. So there's it's quite a full on day. Yeah, no, no rest for the wicked certainly, but um, didn't need it evidently. Um, quite an eye catching result against Leeds as well. A fairly. Um, mm. Fairly one-sided 14-6 victory over Leeds. You know, you'd argue Leeds are probably the most established team in that league. Well, they, should, they were very nearly not in this league after yes. last season. Was it last day? Uh, I think about? so. I think they could have they could have gone up on the last day, mm. but um, yeah, didn't in the end. And then Leeds, their second game, a draw against Spartans too. So And a draw against Hartlepool. Sorry, they played the through, yeah. So that two draws and a loss, again... Probably not the best start that they want to do, albeit the uh, Spartans too looking good, looking thus very far good as well. Certainly against R twos, um, Norwich posing a bit of a bit more of a challenge for Spartans twos. But yeah, this is a this is a competitive league. I think this is, I think this is very much bearing more resemblance to men's league one. Certainly in terms of it doesn't feel like um, a collection of teams that are. Some established and some that are very new. I think that there's, with that, with it not being the bottom tier, I think that's very much not the case anymore. I think everyone's more than the match for each other at the moment in this league. Um, a strong start by a number of teams. Um, so Phantoms two, they've gone out with and got two really good results. Three, three, three wins. really good results. So three wins for them, and that put them top at the moment. I think quite comfortably top, yeah. Yeah, on six, and the next players are on three, and then we've got four teams. Sorry, three teams on two points: um, Norwich, Leeds, and Sheriffs twos. Sheriffs so all on negative set difference, with Norwich and Leeds only on minus four and minus eight respectively. Whereas our Spartans two score has um, meant that we're on minus fourteen, and then the five, and then Mavericks still without a win. No, they did get a draw against Leeds. You know, whoever goes up. In comparison, say whoever comes top of this league in comparison to other leagues, probably have a lot lower number in the win column. Mm. I feel this is going to be a much tighter league in terms of points. Yeah, I can imagine so. Uh, than most of the others that that we go through, because yeah, you know, Le- Leeds have had a, a, a not a great start there, but I'd be very surprised. Yeah. Well, if... everyone everyone's got a point on the board. Yeah, I think this is the only league where everyone's got I think a point, so, yeah. which kind of says it all. And that's yeah. just after meet one. Um, so it's it's interesting. Can you look ahead to to League Two, uh, the Meet Two? Sorry, I mean Leeds versus Norwich. I think it's a fascinating game. Spartans um, two Derby two. I think. And Spartans well. two Derby's two. It's probably the standout fixture. I yeah, I'd probably say so. I mean Mavericks Spartans two. I think would also be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd happily go out on a limb and say that one because I, I I like watching Hartlepool play. I think they play a really good style, and again. If if I th- if you thought I was a fan of how Saints run things, <laughs> boy, have I got news for you. Boy, um, I think Hartlepool's a fantastic club, um, and the way they run it, top to bottom, is is a great example. Especially 
with all that debate recently about the uh, the junior club rule, etc. Yeah, I think the model they've they've created established is very is very impressive, excellent. So yeah, the the fixtures look a bit tasty for next time again as well. So that's going to be interesting, isn't it? I, I'm not going to. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think, do I want to go out on a limb and say Spartans, who's Derby, who do I think is going to win? And I don't. Mm. I Yeah, I could, see, I could see another two wins for Derby, I think, to be honest. Uh, but, like, I, I think the Spartans, the Spartans 2 team, I think, is not, certainly not bereft of quality, far from it. I think it's a, um, I expect them to be at the sharp end of the, at the sharp end of the league this season. And, um yeah, um, I think had they not had a had a one set defeat against Norwich, who again uh, a team that's um, well has relatively favourable fixtures on paper. I think with the if they do get a win over Leeds, they have Hartlepool, Mavericks, and Sheriffs twos to round off their day. So they could come away with a very a very strong day mm. on paper. Um, so they could be really challenging Derby at the top if Spartans do a number on Derby. We shall see. Tune in next time, folks. So, whatever, whatever that is. So we've got Fa- Phantoms 2 as our first fixture, which I think will be tough. Like they're putting together, they're really fast, Phantoms 2 as well. So you've got mm. to really keep an eye out because they get around court quickly. Um, I think that's maybe, if I was being very, very generalist about this league, I would say that I think while the powerful throws are potentially fewer and not necessarily far between, but fewer than in the Super League, mm. I would say certainly the agility and the speed is at least equal to the Women's Super League and did some sort of niftiness and being able to surprise people with your third and fourth phases and being very difficult to hit that gets teams a really long way in this league, which makes the matches really interesting to watch um, in terms of just quite how do you play off against an incredibly nimble team when you maybe don't have the level of firepower that you'd like to do to try and hit them at back of court, it brings a lot of the play into the neutral zone, which is always interesting. But can't, it's can't interesting to see, and this is the segue I'm going to use, that I'll be interested to see how these teams do because it, it effectively means that one or two of these teams next year will be in Women's League Super. Yep. Yeah, so a one-third promotion rate from a league of six um, straight into Women's League Super. Oh boy, is that league back as well? Sure is. Yeah, so Derby reigning supreme at the moment with the only team with a 100% win record, but cascading quite nicely all all the way down. White Tigers and Storm 2 currently winless. Eagles, Spartans and Derby are all unashamedly going after that top spot, as, as they should. And I think Eagles, out of the three of them, had the roughest start. Uh, 13-7 loss against Spartans, which is much less close than they would have liked, although um, it's not a result that you would have potentially been shocked by last mm. year. Um, I know that um, Eagles have also got a number of newer, either players who are new to them, or they also have their younger players who they've been trying to train up through regional league who are starting to debut at National League as well. So they've got a fine juggling act to play there with almost endless experience but also wanted to give other people a fair crack of the whip they then went on to have a convincing although potentially closer than they would have liked win against London Storm 2 15-9 to Eagles and then confusingly an even more convincing win against Storm 1s so 14-6 there 
So Storm would have been frustrated by that, especially because they'd just gone toe-to-toe with Spartans, 11-11, and their other match of the day, they'd beaten Storm 2. But again, that was close, 13-9. So we're back on the none of it makes any sense. Mm. Although I, I would say again that I centre-reft the Storm derby. That was n- not one not one-sided by any means. What a game that was. Mm. Um it was a, it was an unbelievable. Thirty nine in the end. Thirty nine in the end. I think it was, it was possibly. I'd have to look back, but I think it was a draw at half time. I think Storm Two won the last set of the half to take it in. I think it's six six, something that like about, that. I think. Yeah. Um, it, if not, it was within one set anyway. It was exceptionally close. Um, it was a really, it was a really good game. Mm. Uh, from there, I mean, conversely to that, the game that followed it, which is Bedford Rangers getting a, a very good win over White Tigers. At mm. fourteen eight, in in all honesty, at some point that game felt wider towards Bedford. Um, it felt like White Tigers did some real kind of hero plays to win sets last minute, which I right. was slightly surprised at. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I expected a bit more from White Tigers in the in this yeah first set of fixtures. I'm I'm not sure if they were. I probably expected them to turn up with players that they didn't have. I was probably half expecting them to have. Daisy, I don't think, was there. And Meg wasn't there. Meg was away uh, in Plymouth on a trip away. Very good. nice. Very good. Uh, and I think someone was saying that the, I don't <laughs> think... I don't know if Daisy's playing for them. Okay. Because she's kind of throwing yeah. herself into the uni dodgeball. Mm-hmm. So she's not going to any trainings and things like that. So I think this is where we'll see the difference between White Tigers and Valkyries. Yeah. Obviously, White Tigers are a branch of... Enderby dodgeball, you know, <coughs> Mustangs and other fame, isn't it? Mm. I believe. So I think this will be more of a cohesive training unit, which again is no bad thing. Um, and yeah. was in favour of that. So it's going to be interesting because obviously White Tigers then, you know, had a, a like we said, a slightly rough day because they've also lost to Queen Bees, to Queen Bees and, Derby. and Derby. I mean, no shame in losing to Derby, but they got exactly the same score between Queen Bees and uh, 13-7 defeats against both Queen Bees and Derby. Yeah. Which I think, I don't know, again, if that was um, either complacency from the Derby from the Derby folk or whether they uh, Queen's just probably punched above their weight to get that score against White Tigers, I think is... Um, either way, does does Queen's the power of good to get that win on the board um, this early on, given their, given their woes last season. Yeah. Um, and I think again, like as a team that only just scraped survival last, or certainly last season or the season before, um, two wins and a draw to start the season for Bedford Rangers, I think is a very commendable start from them. Very good start. Obviously, they've gained uh, Lisa, Lisa this year, um, who's a very, very tidy addition, very great addition to have great experience, great quality, um, and you could see that straight away because again, while I was refing that White Tigers game. Feel like she drew so much of the fire, mm. um, and she would I'd, I'd, quite rightly because if you're playing against her, she's someone you want to get out, mm. and you don't want her on court for as uh, very long. So that just kind of freed up the other the other players to you know uh, Haley took some very big catches in that game at good moments and things like that. so you know it kind of lets the shackles off other players because mm. they've got that that kind of focal point. Um, so it's a bit like their men's team with with Tamas to a degree. It lets the others do what they're good at. Yeah. So everyone's looking at him. Same with Lisa there. Um, yeah, I think really good day for Rangers, and that's a good 
uh, kind of table setter as well for them because going into the next meet, um, to they've got Derby, Derby, Storm. and Bedford Eagles. So yeah, so two. Yeah, if they get if they get that win over Storm two, that might mean that they could be safe already. Potentially, like not would, might not be far off. But I think like like we said, Storm two and Storm two. I think uh, certainly last season as well were kind of cursed by being labelled as a twos team because they were no pushover by any stretch and no. only very slightly inferior to Storm ones, who I think no no team is ever going to underestimate. No, and the other team that came that kind of came up with White Tigers is is Wessex. And they Obviously, got a win and a draw. And yeah. They got a win against Queen Bees, which I think actually could prove to be quite pivotal by the end of the season. And a draw against Better Ranges is a very handy point. Yeah, they lost to Derby again, a game that no I was that. a game a game that I was refing, and I thought they put in a really kind of spirited performance. Some mm. great catches uh, were made, and and Kelly made some really good hits. So you know, I I think that's a I think they'll be very happy with their with their day overall. Um, I'm just looking through. You know, obviously, said Derby got three wins. Their their rivals for the top from last year, being Bedford and Spartans, have already played. Spartans getting the upper hand by thirteen to seven in this one. You know, mm. and then they've drawn with Storm. Um, if you were not result, if one. you were there, then uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you weren't, then watch it on the live stream. Yeah. It went all the way down to the last, literally ten seconds of of the game. Um, Spartans in kind of dominated the first half of that match. But I thought Storm in the second half, real cliche game of two halves, came out absolutely firing mm. right at the end of one half and started the second one there. Um, but for Storm, you know, I think a lot of adrenaline energy went into that because they couldn't quite maintain it. Against Bedford Eagles, yeah. The, the things that were going right for them against, like the kind of catches and clutch moments that went right against Spartans, kind of went against them in, in Bedford. There were so many nearly catches mm-hmm. and things like that that were happening like on another on another day they play that match again straight after that scoreline could be very different but Bedford also some of their countering was clinical absolutely clinical in that game and that can sometimes just make all the difference isn't it so you know no one's run away you know Derby obviously the happiest with Bedford losing and, and Spartans, Spartans getting a draw yeah. so it puts them points clear or point clear uh, but we look at Bedford next time. They kick off the opening match uh, against Queen Bees. Queen Bees, and then they, they go on to play Wessex and Bedford Rangers. And Bedford so, Rangers, yeah. So probably one of the easier meets on paper for Bedford Eagles. Yeah, next time out, they're, they're the favourites in all three of them. You'd say, isn't it? I would agree. Probably the same to be said for Derby against Storm, Storm Two, and Bedford Rangers. Again, Although I think the way that, but again, like I don't think Storm, e- either of the Storm teams will be a pushover, and it, Rangers again. Showing what they're capable if of. If Storm personally. One can can get the the throwing they had against the game I saw against their seconds, because some of their throwing was be, was very good, mm. it was very good, and some of the catching and dodging they had against Spartans, if they can find a way to put that all together against Derby, that's a tough game. Yeah, that's a really tough game for Derby. Um, Bees had an interesting, interesting day out. Beat White Tigers thirteen seven, but then lost to Wessex Wolves. Great to have Wessex back in the league. Wessex beat beat Queens, but had then a more interesting day against a draw with Rangers to start, which is a really strong start. That, that draw, I would imagine, will come in. It will either come in really helpful for both teams or be the nail in the coffin for one of them. And um, when we get to the end of the season, I'd have thought. But then they lost eighteen six to Phantoms, which we can only um, 
to sort of commiserate them, sort of commiserate with them on that front. I think of all the unexpected starts to the season, White Tigers having a very, very odd day. Lost 13-7 to Phantoms, but also lost 13-7 to Queen Bees, and then also lost 14-8 to Rangers, which puts Tigers in ninth? Maybe mid-tenth. Ninth. Nice. Just yeah, above, above four, set, four set points above Storm 2. And um, which, considering Storm 2 had a hard day and Tigers had arguably an easy day, is a very interesting place for Tigers to be right now. Um, and they've got us um, as sheriffs, they've got Storm 1s, and, and then Spartans. they've got Spartans next week. So that is a much harder week on paper. I know we're taking a lot of confidence from the fact that we beat Bees and Bees beat them. So we're certainly going out ready to stick our claws in, as it were. Storm will not on paper be expecting that to be a challenge and Leamington Spartans even less so. So there are new faces at White Tigers um, this year. They've got, um, to be fair, we should be doing sheriff's tax against them as well. Should we be equal to three players worth of points in that I think Meg might make an appearance, but um, a Heather Bacon and Lauren Hems, of course, played for us most recently as well, but we wish them the very best of luck and look forward to playing them next week. Because Storm also have sheriffs, which I, I was consider Storm sheriffs and women's super league now a bit of a, like a legacy rivalry, <laughs> like in a fun way. From it's been, you know, they, I feel like they've been playing really good games against each other for mm-hmm. for a long time. But then they've also got White Tigers, which will be interesting. Quite an interesting fixture, yeah. Um, from there, Spartans playing Queen Bees, uh, White Tigers, and I'm missing one. Uh, sorry, you said Queens Wessex at the top. Yes, and Wessex. Yeah, Wessex. yeah, Wessex, Queen Bees, and Storm 2. So yes. again, uh, White Tiger, sorry. They're probably <laughs> they're, they're probably backing themselves. To, they'll be favourites in all three of them as well. Mm. So so it is quite interesting. Yeah, probably none of the like champions-elect clashing this time around, but I think we will probably see quite a lot more like definition at the middle and bottom of the table as a result of this. As is normally the case when you play more games, you get more definition <laughs> on the table. But, yeah, yeah it, it's just it's taking everyone a bit of getting used to that the fact that oh, what are we a third through the season? Well, by the time after Sunday, yeah, we'll, yeah, be, we'll be a third of the way through. Third of the way through the season, which is two, which is mind blowing. Yeah, in two weekends. It's been so yeah, it's been been waiting for it for so long, and it now like it, a London yeah. bus. Yeah. Only this Here one hurt. gone in a blink. Although I feel like being hit by a London bus hurts less <laughs> than two weekends of dodgeball on the road like this. Um, yeah, this table. I think again, the, the, I think the top three will be points clear of each other of the of the rest. Sorry, yeah. Come Monday morning, so. come Sunday afternoon, during the morning slot this time. Um, it's going to be interesting. I think I think this league is going to be much more. There's the three. The others are all competing for who comes fourth. Yeah, and I think every team could put, could stake a claim for that spot. I think Storm would fancy themselves favourites for yeah, it. especially after taking a point off Spartans. Yes, yeah. I think but, the only the only team outside of the top three to Bedford have land stakes, a blow. Bedford Rangers have staked the early claim, very much so for that. So I look forward to when Storm and Rangers uh, are going to play. It's, obviously, that will happen at some point. Yes, um, Storm two and Rangers this time around, but not Storm one. I still think that would be a good game. Yeah, 100%. I think yeah. that could have a huge amount of catches in it. Yeah. 
and I'm here for that. I love, I love, <laughs> a, I love a catchy game. It's always very good. Um, yeah, it, th- this league will once again. It's going to be. It feels like it's going to be who kind of blinks first. I think Bedford losing. Bedford have done this before, where they've got off to a slow start and then come back to either win the league or take second place. Mm-hmm. So they they won't be too disheartened losing the first one because we know that they'll take the lessons from it. Yeah, it's it's very interesting from there. You're looking at round three. Yeah, um, in which Derby play both Spartans and Bedford Eagles. So yeah. I think that will be really sorting the week from the chaff. But yeah, round they, round yeah. three. They've got a few. They've got well. They've got a little bit more time to prepare for it than we did for this podcast. Certainly, just a little bit. Hence, <laughs> we see why it's just me and Sam <laughs> for now. Until I magically edit other people in. Exactly the powers of editing. But yeah, th- this league I think will. By the time we've done meet three in March, this league will probably be shaped up. I think how it will stay. Yeah, in all likelihood. I think that's the that'll be the best way of looking at it. Um, until then, as always, with win Super League, just just sit back and enjoy it. It's a really good. It's such high quality now. Yeah. Um, the fact yeah, that we're talking about those those three teams being at the top, and that's before we get to people like Rangers and Storm and and teams like that and White Tigers, you know, saying that. A team fielding some of the players they are being disappointed with their results just feels wild because they've got a good team on them. Exactly. So, yeah. We'll no see. free passes in, so in anywhere, let alone women's league super. Any competitive sport is ruthless when you get to this level, unfortunately, for, for the teams taking part. So we'll uh, we'll have to see. But I'm very excited again for, for Sunday to, to see it all happen because we will be there all day. Of course. We always yes. are. Gluttons for punishment. Absolutely. Well, we actually can we turn up late because our girls aren't on till eleven. They're not refing the first two either. What about what about these pricks? God damn it! Ah, the never boys mind. Boys went first. Lads are on first. Sounds like a at least we yeah. At least we only live. At least we only live forty five minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So worst things happen in Norwich. <laughs> 